Hassan and his chest rug. What did we talk about today? My chest rug and nothing else, Josh. <laughs> an hour of chest rug. Uh, now we talked about uh, lots of things. We talked about um, what we feel about Matt Hanc- Hancock's kiss. We talked about famous kisses. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about uh, COVID following rules. We had lots of laughs, giggles. You talked about my um, chest hair that was surprising to you because I'm always so top buttoned up. Uh, we talked about your um, under, uh, under vest uh, that you forgot to wear a shirt. And uh, I, th- I think we talked about some other things. Well, it was very heated, about, very heated conversation today, Hass. Yes. Yes. Lots of ranting. You know, I wish you would calm down when we record this podcast. It's not just about you ranting. Yeah. Point, and, point the arrow and shoot. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the capture. Go and leave us a five-star review, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll see you all soon. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. Living exactly 115 miles apart, our lives could not have been more different growing up, yet we find ourselves today as really good friends with many similar outlooks and perspectives. Join us on our podcast as we take a topical dive into life, work, culture, and everything in between. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Hass, I had to start by singing a birthday song for you today. Thank you, son. Before I ask you how you're feeling, and we talk a little bit about the shirt that's undone a little Be bit careful. too far for my life. <laughs> just, just to show that I'm, you know, a bit no, al- bit don't alpha. Do it up on, don't do it up for I, me. I, I'm not doing it up. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm just kind of fixing it up a bit. I'm just, I'm just jealous of that rug. Um, I have to apologise because I forgot that it was your birthday this morning. I know you forgot. I, I know. I, I jumped straight in with just texting you about my stuff, like I always do. Like, help me with this. Answer this. What do I do here? And then yeah. in the end, you were like, "Mate, I, I'll, I'll text you later. I'm having birthday breakfast." And I was just like, oh, "You shit friend." So. Yeah. Before I come over to you, I'm going to come over to you. All right, just calm down. I'll give you space in a minute. Um, I just want to say happy birthday and genuinely like a massive bit of bromance here, but a massive thank you for everything that you've done for me since we've met. I wouldn't be uh, where I am today if it wasn't for you. Um, I know you, you always say that I would have been, but I wouldn't be this quickly. And, you know, my life changed when I met you a few years ago. And... Um, uh, you know, I didn't just gain a, a coach and a mentor. I gained uh, probably one of my closest friends as well. So uh, I feel like I just want to say that publicly. Mate, I appreciate that. And uh, it goes some way as to re- recompense for forgetting my birthday this uh, <laughs> this morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, thanks, man. Yeah, f- feelings mutual. Big Good. romance things. Talk me through the shirt a minute. Is that a birthday present? Yes, it's a birthday present, so be careful what you say about it. I'm, I'm feeling the shirt, man. I don't know what, what like you're saying. The shirt. Listen, mate, I like the shirt. It, you like know, the shirt. if the if the sun was blazing out today, as opposed to grey pissing down, you'd be like, man, you got the summer vibes. So I thought I'd just bring the summer vibes. No, listen, I'm not not once have I dissed the shirt, have I? Yeah, but it's, it's your line of questioning. That... No, just because I'm not used to seeing you in a shirt, sort of. 
You can tell you've been on the old exercise bike, can't you? The button's undone. Yeah. I've never seen the chest out like that. Well, this is going to be a bit weird for anyone that doesn't watch it on YouTube, which is the majority of our of our listeners. So uh, they're just going to imagine what's going on right now. Do you but, have, do but, you have... but speaking of outfits, um, you look like you've just come from a 1950s uh, physical education test. Oh, mate, don't say that. I've put this top on because I've got a like important conference after this. this is oh, okay. It just looks like you f- you actually <laughs> forgot to put your shirt on. It's like your undershirt. <laughs> I'm already sweating in it as well, so I might actually have to change it. You're going to have um, to just rethink things. Think thing for it, maybe go and iron a shirt, yeah? Maybe. Uh, what have you got planned for today, Has for your birthday? Well, um, it was just going to be me and Erin and the dog, uh, but... Uh, my youngest, uh, because one child in her year, their sibling has su- supposedly caught COVID. They've basically told a hundred children they can't go to school. So, so it's not even one of the kids from the year. It's their their sibling. That's that's the rumor. Yeah, that's the rumor. So basically, uh, what do you mean rumor? Because that they haven't com- they haven't communicated. They've just said someone has tested positive but um but they think that uh well the rumor is is that it's a sibling as opposed to the individual and by the way this class has nothing to do with my youngest class like there's there's no connection so it's kind of ridiculous anyway the upside of it the upside of it is i get to spend my birthday with my youngest so that's cool so what we do yeah there's the upside yeah Yeah. have any england players had to isolate because of it (laughs) yeah yeah i think uh I think Jordan Henderson. Oh, that would be good. That would be another positive was, to come out he of it, was, wouldn't it? He was he was the best player that came on in that in that diabolical match. He was, you know, he was. No, I don't. Actually I know you disagree hate with that. Yeah. I thought he done well when he came on. Yeah, yeah. but do you, know, I, do you know what I thought was ridiculous? You know, in the last friendly, yeah, he 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 should he, like he come on and took that penalty that he should never have took, and then when mm. he was interviewed about it, he was like, "Nah, I've missed worse. Who cares?" Mm. Yeah. And he's come out, by the way, and said that the rivalry with Germany is slightly less because of Klopp. I didn't see that, but it's probably true. I don't care. He's not even very good at football. <laughs> which, a bit actually, like you. <laughs> which is... Um, which, which, actually, I want to talk very quickly about it because uh, people are starting to get Euro fever, even the people that don't like football. So it gives us a bit of an opportunity to talk a little bit about football. Um we're recording on Tuesday morning and it's the game against Germany this evening, right? So when this goes out, that we, you know, we'll, the, the listeners will know who's won. So shall we record, uh, let's just quickly record, let's just quickly do what would happen if England had lost. Let's talk about it as if they've lost. And then let's do t- two minutes of talking about it as if they'd won. Okay. <laughs> yeah, role play, bit of workshop. Okay, all right. You, well, seeing as you're the um, you're the football commentator um, with your handheld mic, I think you should kick off. Also, this is your segment. Yeah, so you can tell I've not done much planning for this this morning. That's fine. <laughs> let, let's let, let's do this. Okay, so ah, uh, mate, did you see how rubbish England were last night? I missed it actually. I didn't watch the football. <laughs> I was having my birthday dinner with my kids. Oh, disaster. We lost on penalties. Oh, well, we've been there before. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh well. Uh, life, go, life, gone... life goes on. Do, Has, do you think we'll win tonight? I think we will win tonight. Yeah, I think we'll win tonight. Sorry, I screwed up. I think you really thought that was going to be fun and funny. I did. And that, I genuinely. Um, did you? I did you literally just think of that? Just think I'm, of that. You can tell. I hope the rest of the show isn't uh, this bad. To be honest with you, I don't. Th- I, I don't think I've been as excited for a, to record a podcast as I am. I'm like a coiled spring. Oh, oh, I'm both excited and scared. At the same time. Uh, do I, anyway, just to answer your question, I think we will win today. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I don't think uh, Germany... Uh, I think the uh, it's the myth of Germany that scares a lot of England. I don't think the current team is as good as past teams. And I feel like we can probably kick it up a gear now. All, all the big teams are starting to play now. So, yeah, let's go. All the big teams apart from France. Yeah, and Portugal. The the current holders I went to bed when Pogba scored last night I said to my wife see how quickly football can change that's game over that is good night turn the telly off and went upstairs mm-hmm. to bed mm-hmm. and then I woke up to a text from you saying Switzerland and I thought no way no yeah. way have they come back and gone through in that game yeah I always do that and miss great games but you got your beauty sleep so that's good yeah exactly that's exactly not that it's needed has well, beauty sleep is needed, but obviously um, not the beauty part for you because you are an Adonis. <laughs> what do you think is going to be the big talking point of today? So I've not overplanned today because um, I just don't feel like it's needed. Um, what do you think is going to be the big talking point today, Has? Uh, I think you have got some bee in your bonnet about Matt Hancock somewhere <laughs> could I be right you might be right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably something around uh, following rules masks COVID I feel like we're on slightly different pages with what's going on okay go on what do you mean well how did you feel when you saw that kiss how did I feel? I didn't. Yeah, have I, you watched it yet? Have you watched the video? I haven't. No, I'm no, not interested. You, how many times have you watched the video? I haven't. I've just seen the screenshot on, like, the screenshot of it. Is there a video? I've gone and watched it. No, am I, like... Yeah, they get fully naked and everything. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I didn't care. Like, I didn't care. I mean, I care. I'm, I care... Um, about the hypocrisy. I care about the fact that, uh, you know, it's impacted families. I care about him uh, being a total weasel. But I, I, I didn't care about, like, watching the video of them kissing because once you see the screenshot, it's obvious. Like, I'm not interested in the in the gossipy part of it. Oh, no, me neither. I didn't watch the oh, video. Oh, of course not. No, I know. You, <laughs> you, you got too, you, you're too busy anyway, you know. <laughs> manscaping has that that kiss got me thinking about famous kisses of the past okay (laughs) famous kisses uh lady and the tramp oh mate did i kill it what so well i googled famous kisses right and then like it just kept giving me big like important kisses of history 
And like, I didn't really know any of them. They, you know, they were like really, really boring. So then I found myself on an article um, from the 5th of July, 2019. Okay. Which is, um, and it's uh, the best kisses of all time, best film kisses of all time. So I want to give you the opportunity to try and get yes. some of the top 10. You've actually come straight in with number two. Yeah. Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. The, the spaghetti. Talk me through the kiss. The, Talk me through the kiss. The spaghetti kiss thing. When when you and your wife met, yeah. did you ever, um, what's the word, recreate that kiss? No. Nah. Did you? Spaghetti. We've probably, uh, no. we, I think we've done it for the kids' entertainment in in latter years, but it wasn't the the high romance zone no. at the beginning. And, did you? But, no, we didn't. But me and my wife could probably pull it off because we are very lady in the trap. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And you love pasta, don't you? I do yeah. love pasta. Not spaghetti though. Why don't I like spaghetti? Tell me, Josh. I don't know. But you can't you can't eat it without getting it everywhere. Ah, are you? Are you? Hang on. Are you, what, hold on. Do you not know the the the, sp- the spoon technique? Fork what? coil. Use use the spoon to like do a little coil. It's it's. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen the technique. It's it's the one, mate. Have you ever seen slash heard me eat has? <laughs> well, it's gone so quickly. Like I, I I blink, Josh, and it's gone. And there's just crumbs in your beard. And I think, wow, I would have liked to have seen how Josh eats spaghetti, but... I'm an absolute monster, right? The first time me and my wife went out for dinner, or the first few times, right, the voice in my head was just going slowly, slowly. Chew, 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 put the knife and fork down and talk. Put the knife and fork down and talk. The whole first few times. And then, I don't know, after, when I felt like, I, you know, we were successfully together, then I just back, reverted back to type and... Uh, my wife talks about having to learn to eat fast if she wants anything when we're sharing. Yeah. Oh man, I can see that. Does your does 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 your wife do the um? Uh, no, I don't. I don't want anything. I'll just have a bit of yours. Yeah, that dri- that drives me insane. Just order a whole one. I don't care if you have one bite and throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to eat mine. Yeah. I always like if I always make double. More than what I need, because I know yeah. it's, I know it's happening. Yeah, it's always coming. Do you begrudge? Says, do you begrudge a bite or two? You do, well, don't you? Yeah. If you make a my sandwich, wife, I don't say anything. My wife says that I. She just like. So if sometimes I'll do, we'll like I'll have a tub of ice cream while we're watching something, yeah. And she's like, when and we'll just share it, one spoon, yeah. I'll have a bit, pass it over, and she says when I pass it to her. I stop watching whatever we're watching or I, and I just look at her out the corner of my eye and she says it's so, I put her under so much pressure. She says it's not enjoyable. I bet, I bet, I bet when you offer a crisp, you, you like hold the bottom, like you like playground <laughs> techniques in it. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, I bet you do that still, don't you? Do you want a crisp? But you hold them. Yeah. Just one. Oi. I bet you do that with the kids as well. Erin says I'm like really generous in life, but like when it comes to food, with the kids, I'm like food, no, no. or when you want to watch something that you like. Oh, the football, yeah. Well, or or in the line of duty, then you just kick them out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. 
it's my zone. It's usually Hass, you've got number crisps. two. Yeah, okay. You've got you've got number two. Uh, from here to eternity. Oh. On a beach somewhere. Is that, is that one? That seems to... Is that a film, is it? Yeah, I think so. So I've got the there? top 100 here. Um, let's not spend that much It's time not in the top... It's Oh, uh, number 26, that is. Boom. Okay. Ah, oh. never. I've never heard of that in my life. Give, give me, a give me a little, give, give me a little clue for number one. A so, clue for number one. Do you even know the movie? Yeah. All right. Okay. Give me a little clue. That's not too easy. Oh, it's hard, mate. It's hard. Uh, this is. Uh, really- it's very. It's a. It's. It's. I, I, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's based on a true story. Based on a true story. Oh, don't know. This is getting boring. You, 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 you always have you ever been on a ferry? Oh, not Titanic. Not oh, Titanic. Yeah. yeah oh, Titanic. is that number one? Yeah, really. I'm happy with that. Do you, do you not like the film Titanic? I do. I think it's all right. Oh, it's a good film, isn't it? It was good, like in 1997, and then on I'll a rewatch in But you did, and then she, and then she lets go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, mate. So you've got the top two. Um, there's an action film one, so like a Marvel superhero. Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was number a good one. seven. That would have been uh, probably up there. I, I would, I would love to have pulled that move off. Imagine if you were Spider Man, come down. Yeah, yeah. I'm not though. Uh, there's one, one in the top ten. Um, that you could have probably been in actually with that shirt on and that rug showing like you've got Weekend at Bernie's no I don't <laughs> <laughs> National Lampoon's Vacation I don't know uh, um, so one of the, the beach. actors what is it? The Beach no that's not in the top 10 one of the actors is in two of the two of the films out of the top 10 and I've said that, and then I need to think of his name because uh, I can't. Not Leo DiCaprio. No, 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 no. He's only he's only in it once. Yeah. One of them comes. One of the kisses comes. A great film. This is, by the way. Okay. And I got to try and remember the song, and I can't remember the song. One of the kisses comes after they've been making pottery. Oh, ghost. Oh, mate, what a film. Oh, no. Oh, come on, no. mate. No. What? What's the song? Unchained Melody. How does it go? I can't believe how Shut up. <laughs> just give me the no. lyrics. Okay. Just tell me the lyrics. Uh, time time goes it, by. No, 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 no. That was uh, Robson and Jerome did it. Time goes by. Yeah, and then, so but then, but then Will, Will Young did it. <laughs> so slowly. All right. Are you getting to some word. good stuff soon? What, to talk about on the podcast? Yeah. Is this not good? Oh, well, it's, you've kind of milked it a little bit now. All right. Well, the other one was Dirty Dancing, Pretty Woman, Bridget Jones, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Gone with the Wind, and Star Wars Episode Five. Are you a Star Wars fan? I like Star Wars, yeah. Ah, oh, Star Wars is shit. Oh, Josh. we Like, it could go downhill <laughs> from here. Like... Honestly, it's not. 
Your shit. Mate, I want to I want to I want to talk a bit more seriously about where we're at with COVID anyway. Okay. Let's let's get serious. We've done the uh we've done the kissing, the famous kisses. Uh Where are you at with COVID, right? I I want to talk honestly about it because I think do you know what I think happens, right? So when um the Eng- the two England players had to isolate. Yeah. Right, because a Scotland player had tested positive for COVID. None of the Scotland players had to isolate. Right, none of them. Because of Scottish policy, is it because of Scottish FA policy? Was it because of Scottish? No, it was a question. (laughs) (laughs) You lent into your microphone. Yeah, because you you look like you couldn't hear me. Is it no? Why did they not isolate? We don't know, mate. Nobody, because nobody wants to talk about it. So no Scotland players had to isolate, but Public Health England made two English players isolate uh, because they were seen talking to him after the game. Bearing in mind the Scotland players, he got man in the match, the, the, the guy that tested positive. So the Scotland players would have been hugging him. They all got the bus home with him that night. None of them had to isolate, but two England players had to. What do you think about that? It's ridiculous. Uh, right. but, but but I don't know. That's the that's the reason I don't know whether this was a public health England policy. It was. Obviously, it was so, public health England that told them they had to isolate. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, is that because the Scot the Scottish health body didn't insist that that was the case, and therefore you know they're, they're different jurisdictions. But and that's the only reason I can. Why do you think on a public level, on any public platform, right, when um, when they discuss this stuff, nobody discusses it properly? So, like, before the England game, the, the, the presenter on uh, ITV or whatever it was, it was Ian Wright, Roy Keane and uh, Gary Neville. Who's the best out of them three? Who do you like the most out of them three? Who do I like the most? Yeah. Uh... Roy Keane. Roy Keane, yeah. You're yeah. not allowed to say Gary Neville, are you? Well, they're both, they're both United players. I just like Yeah, Roy yeah, Keane. but Roy Keane, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. When the presenter asked them, said like, do you think it's strange that um, these two players have to isolate and nobody else does? Everyone goes all coy and it's like, uh, well, you know, I don't want to sort of, you know, go into it too much. Um, it does seem strange, but, you know, that's the, that's kind of the way that it is. And I'm desperately going to make sure that I don't say anything wrong about COVID in case I get cancelled, right? And it, all three of them did exactly the same thing. Hmm. Why, why, what, how, why have we got to a stage, it's changing a little bit, which we might come on to, but why have we got to a stage where we can't objectively have a conversation about what's going on with COVID? I, I imagine those guys feel like they're not experts and they don't want to get caught live in public talking about something that might be a personal opinion versus um, a knowledge-based opinion. Like we often have a chat and I'm like, oh, I don't really know enough about this. But I will say, I don't really know. Or this is my opinion. This is how I feel. Not represent, not, I'm not saying, hey, this represents how Mavericks Unlimited feels or or whatever, you know? So um I think uh, that it's. I imagine part. It's it's partly down to them feeling uncomfortable, not knowing enough, or or not wanting to. Like I imagine, maybe Roy Keane's like, I just I just want to talk about football. I'm here to talk about football, and I can definitely see that about him. 
But then on top yeah. of that, I imagine ITV have probably given a just maybe you're going to have to talk about it at a very light level, but then move into football. What? But what they wouldn't do that with anything else. What do you mean? Well, they wouldn't if anything else was going on just because it happened to be political or they didn't know about it. They wouldn't say to Gary Neville or to anyone on there normally. How do you know? Don't don't talk about it. How do you know? Because it, it never this never happens with any other conversation. What, what what why are we not allowed to talk about how ridiculous it's become? But how do you know how, I mean how do you know? Firstly, how like you don't. You don't know at what level people are allowed to talk about stuff. Um do you not see it then? Do you not think on a public level, right? Do you not do, am I wrong in saying most people when they talk on any public level uh, and I'm even talking about the average man on the street when they post on social media talks completely differently about COVID to what they do behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah, I do. On a massive scale. Most yeah. people. Yeah. Like them, like Gary Neville, I don't know this, but Gary Neville, Ian Wright, Roy Keane, and even probably the presenter, when they come off of there, would say it's an absolute joke and it's a farce and it makes no sense. Yeah. Right? So why do we have to be fake now? When it, com- when it comes to COVID... We all like, and I'm being serious here because we're supposed to have difficult conversations and all that kind of stuff on the podcast, right? I feel like for a long time, for the last few months, I I, I don't talk about COVID publicly because I'm worried that my opinion's going to make, like, I'll be classed as something that I'm not. Yeah, that's the reason, mate. That, like, you, you, you just hit the nail on the head in your question, which is, you know, coming off air. Private conversations are more secure. You don't, get, and, and it has a big impact. It has a commercial impact for these people. So I, I do I think it's right? No. Do I, do I really care about Roy Keane or Gary Neville's opinion on COVID? Not really. Um, not really. Like, do I yeah. care about whether uh, they think someone should isolate or not? In the scheme of things, it, it'll be interesting before a match, but not really, you know. And because, um, like, what does their matter, uh, opinion matter any more than mine or yours? But I would say that being just being really candid, there are things that you and I have discussed offline that we wouldn't discuss on this show. I would now, but but I'm with you. I'm with you. But like now, I, I, like I'd openly say I've I'm. Uh, like since, like that was sort of the straw that bro- broke the camel's back in terms of Matt Hancock and the kiss. And listen, just to go back and pick up on what you've said, I don't care what Roy Keane and Gary Neville and Ian Wright think about COVID particularly, right? But what does really, really, really bother me is that that is just one example of how we seem to just have to fall in line and do whatever we're told now to show that we're good people Hmm. under a government, under a government that have proved time and time again over the last 18 months, right? That they are not a government that is, this is not a government. This idea at the beginning, when they had us clapping for the NHS and all that kind of stuff, there was a small sense of we're really coming, we're going to come together as a nation to tackle this, right? Right. And I think that 
average man on the street, when I say the average man, you the keep average saying person average, on the street. You keep saying average man. You, you, man average person on person, the street is an old woman. saying, right? Yeah. I should change it. Average person on the street wanted to come together and tackle this pandemic, this very real virus that certainly back then was very, very dangerous as well, right? Uh, we all wanted to come together as a nation and fight this, right? There was this kind of in this together wartime almost mentality that the average person on the street really wanted to come together and do. That government has stripped us of the ability to be able to do that and has very purposefully, I believe, um, incited this atmosphere that gets us fighting amongst one another. I do not, I categorically do not buy into this government being incompetent, blithering idiots. They're not. They are not incompetent. They, they know exactly what they're doing. They, they, they're happy for us to think that they're blithering idiots because they're all running around making loads of money, loads of profit. And this is a, this is a boys club that have come together, right? And they do not have our interest even remotely at the forefront of their mind. Mm. And we have reached this stage where it, this is the worst government we've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. The the worst government. This is put. To, this is a group of predominantly men. I'm going to say predominantly men. Yeah, privileged men. This is Boris getting everybody together, getting the boys together, and categorically mugging this nation off without a care in the world. And I think what I struggle with the most is that the 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 people that are on the the left, where I consider myself, are the ones who are shutting down the conversations that are needed in order to be able to come through this at the moment because people's livelihoods are still being messed all over the place. Mine isn't at the moment, yeah? Where we're at, I, you know, it doesn't make a blind bit of difference of me the next phase of opening up apart from taking my kids on holiday, right? Other than that, my life's good. I don't need the rest of it to open up. But I'm watching people. My brother-in-law, his world is 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 falling down around him as an ent- somebody who works in the entertainment business, Right? Yeah. So, so people that say it's selfish to, to not to, to to even remotely question what's going on. In my opinion, I don't realize how selfish they're being. And so, when I talk about Roy Keane, Gary Neville, and Ian Wright, it's the 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 first example that come into my head of how silenced we've become, and how we're living under this dictatorship at the moment. Because yeah. I believe that's what it has become. Yeah. Where everybody thinks it's utter. It's an utter joke, a farce, what we're being having to do. But we all shrug our shoulders and go, now, well, you know, we've got to do it, haven't we? You know. I mean, I think we're really coming to the end of that. I, I, I think that, that we have been coming to the end of that for um, quite some time The uh, this year. And I think the unravelling of... Hancock finally, Cummings leaving, Johnson, whilst it's not the end, uh, you know, it, it, it is un, it is unravelling. They, they, I agree that they're not blithering. It's been very calculated, but I do think it is, it is, it is starting to kind of un- unravel at a pace. And you know it is when your own party starts to turn against you. The only reason Matt Hancock 
this has happened to us because his whole party's turned against him and apparently there's no love lost. Um, I think there's something really interesting in, you know, this... So nothing you have said is should be a surprise. We've been talking about this mm. since we started, you know, like, like and and um, this has happened, you know, in the four years before um, with what's gone on in America. You know, it's, mm. it's basically using one side um, and using um, macro um, uh, manipulative psych- uh, psychology to uh, use uh, to put one side against the other and then you sit back and allow it to happen and you basically fuel it and that's what and that's what they've been doing um and i think the biggest the biggest thing um that you've just said there is the inaction of the left certainly on the political side mm. um to hold the government uh, of today to account and they are the only ones that can do it so when i see just the really mediocre response from the labor party to everything that's going on it just it like that's the thing that's the most deflating the, the thing i i don't find anything that you said about the tory party deflating because it's like yeah it's like it's it's daylight robbery mm. in front of us right yeah. like it is happening in front of us um and we can see it like like you know the the the, the enlightened people can see it but Keir Starmer is you know and and his shadow cabinet is just it's just so ineffectual and I don't know why there isn't a bigger challenge to his leadership in that party at the moment I I, I mean I can't believe how Labour have been through this yeah but but I think that even they feel like, if they call the start calling this, do you know what makes me most upset, <clears throat> right? And like, genuinely, I, it makes me really upset, like gets me really, like, upset. I think we've talked about here on here where how sort of, quote unquote, triggered I get when, when I feel like I'm being mugged off, right? So there's that, but... Um, but like that lady that sold you that bike. <laughs> that bike with exactly. no wheels and no handles exactly and no like brakes lady. and no yeah. chain and no pedals and I took it to matey and said can yeah. you uh, sort this took it to the bike shop said can you sort this out for me and he's like no mate that's loads of different bikes yeah. screwed together yeah. uh, uh, that was probably who'd yeah, you hate more thing. her or Keir Starmer <laughs> Keir Starmer <laughs> just I reckon that she might have been Keir Starmer yeah oh maybe she, she, she's she was like Keir a Star- Russian lady <laughs> So it could have been it's just, Keir it's just like Mission Impossible, isn't it? Just like wearing masks. <laughs> Who's Keir Starmer? Is she Keir Starmer or is it the other way around? Um, but uh, listen, the, the the thing that I think is ups- really upsetting me, and I don't know if anybody listening can relate to this, is some of the people banging the drum or the only faces that I see banging the drum are people I don't want to associate myself with. Do you know the dude who used to go out with Billy? What's his oh, name? yeah. And I, like, uh, and then so, I, and I, 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 you know, listen. I don't want to support him. Uh, the other one is uh, the woman version of Piers Morgan. Uh, you don't want to support him, but is that you but mean the, the fox? The fox people, guy. The, the fox guy. What's his name? Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence Fox. 
Is that his name? Lawrence Fox? Yeah. Lawrence Fox, Katie, is it Katie Hopkins? Yeah. Right, uh, there's the other guy. The, why, the why, 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 why do you think they're doing it? Don't be, you, they're mugging you off, you idiot. No, 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 no. Listen, I don't support them, right? And I'm not stupid enough to think that, <clears throat> like, they, they're doing what they always do, which is hold fault for the silent side who, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, Don't, don't, no. It's not hold fault for the silent side. No, that makes they, it sound positive. But no, you know what they're, I mean? They're, We've talked no, about- they're opportunists and they are sensationalists and they want fame and so they are t- picking a polarizing point of view it, no, exactly exactly yes you've put it much better i made it sound like i was sort of sympathizing with them or, or no like i don't doing, think you were like but, they were doing a good deal yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. so so you're right right and but this is what really upsets me is my people quote unquote my people the people that i would associate myself with yeah all are, like when you look to them, they don't want to. They don't want. But you're making. To, but you're making. They'll this support like a, you in private. Yeah, but you're making this a political thing. It's a health thing. So there is no left or right on this topic. Is no, that, no, no. There's a, a like. Go on. Yeah, like political is you're left leaning. I'm left leaning. You're probably you would probably identify as even more left. But we're both on the left side, right? But this isn't a political thing. Obviously. Yeah. The, the, what makes it political <clears throat> is the convent government is a right-wing government. And so the mm-hmm. people that should be holding them to account are, are the, the left side of Labour. But the health thing is not political. So you can have a point of view on whether you should fall into, like, you shouldn't, just because you're on the left side doesn't mean you're anti-rule, anti, like, you're, you, you have a set of, uh, views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, it's not just a straight black and white. Like, why are they not supporting me? Because there's it's it's intersectional. I don't think it's no, like. And straight. I agree with you. I, I I totally agree with you. Right. Um. But I don't. I'm not trying to make it political. Right. Although I'm I'm probably describing it through the um through the the, the eyes of politics. What I mean is is is. There's this kind of um, uh, support. People support what I what what I'm saying and believe, but will only do it in private. Uh, and it it's so utterly dysfunctional. I tell you, I tell you, there's things here like courage is. It's a funny thing because you can get. I can be really courageous in a private setting and people do that because they feel safe. They feel like they can say what's mm. on their mind and like it or not, like there is a culture of, of canceling. And even like, for example, even if somebody had, I know you don't support Lawrence Fox, right? Or Katie Hopkins, yeah. but even somebody like you, who's really clearly, you know, got, um, balanced perspective can see kind of both mm. sides you're sort of saying look these are the ones that the only ones that are saying something about this are these people yeah. forget their which makes ra- me really, that makes me really sad right 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 but but the point is is that uh the minute you take this and you you say that on twitter or whatever you know you're going to catch a lot of heat you know yeah. that, it, that it can catch fire and so for you you might say do you know what? I'm willing to roll the dice and see what happens because because the 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 
uh, my convictions, how I feel about this, my desire to have the debate around it, I'm willing to take on. And also I'm resilient enough to be able to withstand whatever gets thrown at me. Not everyone's like that. So for no. example, I was just reading about what one of the band members of Mumford and Sons, right? Hopefully yeah. it's the end of Mumford and Sons now. Um, but basically, did you hear, did you hear about, hear about this guy who, um, by all accounts, he's, he's really, um, he's really uh, left leaning you know like he's you know but but he did show some sympathy for a a right-wing book right like or some of the kind of some of the stuff that was covered in a book that was seen as kind of um uh, right-wing and it was it was I think it was around Antifa you know and kind of you know um and he mentioned something on Twitter and he just got absolutely blasted and then he uh apologized because because what was happening was by him saying what he said he was like the lead guitarist the whole month like like everyone was going after Mumford and Sons as a band and eventually he was like you know I'm not gonna live life like this and he left the band so it's real for people you know because it just you can't control the storm that 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 happens and for some people they don't have what it takes to be able to withstand that and so uh you know, not everyone is going to get that at that scale because they're not all in a in a band that's kind of you know sell albums across the world. But yeah. it is relative. So actually, yeah. if you feel like you can have a private conversation with a pint with your best mate or whatever, that's one thing. But if you go into your local pub, you're going to be more mindful because you know that you you can't control the swell. So you, I can understand why people are behave differently in private than they do in public because it's yeah 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 so positive but the what i what i think i'm hearing from you is um no one not enough people no one feels comfortable to challenge right because we've been we've been pushed down that if you challenge you are being um anti-society you're being like you don't care uh, about you don't care, you know, old people you don't care about old people you don't care about kids you're not doing your yeah. part um and i think i think that is that's what you're pointing to is that like people are just not doing it and normally because of whoever's in government it's usually you know the other the other side and because we've been i guess the the left side has been out of government for so long that's kind of the voice that should be challenging and it stopped challenging and that's kind of yeah. what i think what you're pointing to and that is and and you know the behaviors you know we we emulate the behaviors of the you know the people that we look to to be mm. cha- championing this conversation so if uh you know if there is you know not that, that there being be all and end all but if the shadow government the opposition are questioning and challenging and being a thorn in the side then it almost gives people a bit of permission to be able to at least have the debate and I just wonder if maybe there was just so much pressure to all kind of follow this you know medical advice I don't want to challenge it because I don't want to be the one that kind of gets pushed out cancelled dethroned in my in my constituency that people Mm. have just fallen into line I remember I didn't mention this but I wrote it down actually in um uh for our last podcast but there, like, and I don't, I don't think we mentioned it. But some, I was what it was like politics today or something. It was on BBC, 
and there was somebody, one of the shadow ministers in the in the in the Labour shadow uh, cabinet, said something like, um, "Oh, we've been much tougher on them behind the scenes," you know, like almost yeah. to say, um, "Oh, you know, to justify." I know we haven't been, you know, too challenging, but behind the scenes we have, and it was just so apologetic, and I just thought that just sums everything up. Yeah, shocking. And and there's this this uh, listen, and I I think you've really sort of summarised what, what I'm trying to say there as well. You know, I want to, you know, I'm, you, you always look for role models in life, right? For, forever, for, like throughout your life, right? You look for somebody who is, um, you know, when you were a kid, you look for an adult or you look for someone older. And I think when you get into your, your adult life, you look towards somebody who you kind of feel is ahead of you in life, right? Don't you, I think. The way you look you know at I mean? me, basically. <laughs> uh listen actually very much so particularly when we first met and and I do from a business perspective right I will uh you know find myself almost emulating you right and quoting you right that that kind of happens right that's what happens when you have those mentors and when you have those people that you look to and I think we have that on on a micro level on a kind of friend level in terms of you know like me and you in that friendship um and then you have it on like a bigger level. So I've got, you know, Gabor Mate, for example. Yeah, I've, I very much look to him as one of my teachers and one of my kind of uh, uh, people that I look up to, right? That that help me feel like I have a voice, like I'm being heard, like, you know, the ways in which I maybe challenge certain things. I feel like I'm part of something when I do that, right? Yeah. Um, one of the one of the things I'm struggling with at the moment is the conversations like that I feel like are needed that's why I hate that it's only those horrible people that I talked about, right? That I really don't like because I feel very, it makes me feel very isolated. I think it triggers the same feelings in me as when I was a teenager, right? When I was a young boy and I was getting thrown out of the lessons and I always felt misunderstood and I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't vocalize why and what was going on. And I couldn't, at the, it, when I was a teenager, I couldn't do that because I, I didn't have the words to do it and I didn't feel supported in that either and I didn't have the spaces created for me to do that. Eventually, I was given that by people in gangs who, who said, we'll listen to you, Josh, yeah? We'll make you feel like somebody. And so I, I think in a way, it's kind of triggering the same feelings in me, what we're experiencing today. I've always been a bit of a rogue, right? I'm always I'm always the person who who wants to question. Yeah. I hate that we raise children to do as they're told, right? Schools in a big way are kind of just prep young kids for capitalism, right? You know, I, I, it feels like when I was a kid and I got my eyebrow pierced, right? And I used to have a teacher at school who would, you know, come up to me absolutely caked in makeup, fake tan. 25 earrings on each ear and tell me to take my eyebrow bar out just as a 15 year old lad who wanted to express himself right so and, and I feel like that again when I'm just like and we all shrug our shoulders and it's like yeah but just be a good be a good human and do as you're told and I get and I and and now I'm a bit like nah I I'm not doing as I'm told I'll do what I think is right yeah. and I'll follow the rules where I can see clear evidence because I don't trust this government one tiny, one tiny bit. So I'm not just really? going to be, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not just going to take what they say is gospel and that, you know, do this because it's safe. And if you don't, you're killing people. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. By the way, 
we're in the middle of putting smart smart motorways in right this is this is what baffles me these kind of things you know the smart motorways where they're going to take the hard shoulders off yeah highly dangerous they are like yeah. they're going to be way more dangerous than motorways yeah. everybody knows that but we're like yeah but you'll be able to get around quicker yeah so more people will die but yeah i mean seriously deliveries are going to be whew, whew, you yeah. get what i mean so nobody cares yeah so we do this kind of stuff all the de- all the time and i just think while we're constricting and people's lives are falling apart let's not forget that you know, people in certain industries, their lives are falling apart. And we've extended this lockdown. On the 6th of February, there were 18,000 cases of COVID. And the 800, and there were 800, 828 deaths. 18,000 cases, 828 deaths. On the 27th of June, two days ago, there were 18,000 cases and 23 deaths. Hmm. Why are we still in lockdown? I have no idea, Josh. <laughs> don't do this to me, ass. Right? But 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 listen. Now I don't know. No, I'm and I'm, ser- I'm serious. But I'm, let me say this. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. Right. But there's a couple of statistics that I've just looked at. Right. I should be able to go. Why? I should be able to say that, and people not go. Ah. Oh, conspiracy. He's a conspiracy theorist. Right. That you know, and this is how we shut each other down now. I'm a bit, you know, you say I'm nervous about getting the vaccine. Oh, it's an anti-vaxxer. Why don't you just get your vaccine? Would you, like, I've never done as I'm told. Never, right? And I ad, my whole work that I do is advocating for people that, that haven't done done what they're told. Anyway, How, how's that feel, getting that <laughs> off your chest? <laughs> no, listen, listen. Firstly, I think it's right to have the conversation. I think yeah. um, sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, the the way to have the conversation it, it, it is not through like pointing the arrow and firing, which is what you do on Twitter, right? Uh, <laughs> and actually, and actually reframing some of the energy mm. into curiosity. Right. And so actually, because actually it's good. Sometimes it's cathartic to get it off your chest, to to draw out some of the ones that, you know, are going to be the opposite end. And I know that there's a little bit of kind of um, (laughs) endorphins that get released when when that happens. But really don't isn't the better thing as as kind of uh, as 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 people who have uh, you know tried to use our platform to 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 influence positively around conversation isn't it also an opportunity for us to get curious and the optimal end result is to drive the conversations that more people are saying hey yeah what about it whereas if we always go with the point the <laughs> what are they saying yeah, what about it? Yeah. Hey, hey. yeah, what about it? <laughs> Did I say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> I should put an American accent on. So, hey. Um, but that's it. I think I think um, th- there may be different ways to have this conversation. It's about reframing this energy into a more curious space that leads yeah. to better outcomes. Because, you know, if all we're ever doing is ranting on here, not to say that you always rant, but like if that's all we're doing. I definitely always rant. You do rant a lot, but like in a good way. But, you know, like, so I think it's about reframing the energy sometimes because like it is anger, it is frustration. It is like, I'm not doing this anymore. But it's really important that, that, you know, that people do question and it leads to positive 
transformations, positive outcomes. It yeah. may be that, you know, that one conversation leads to a, a currently held Tory seat uh, being flipped into yeah. Lib Dem or yeah, yeah. Labour. Like, like that's, what yeah. we, that's what we need to... I think some of that's starting to happen. I do think people are I starting... I do, yeah. yeah. I think... There's been a massive shift in the last even couple of weeks, right? Yeah. And I think... But I do think there's been a lot of... A lot of people have been holding it in yeah. and are doing a little bit of like what I've just done, yeah. right? That's why I couldn't wait for this podcast because I don't like to do it too much on Twitter because you can't, like you say, it becomes polarised, especially because you've only got a few characters. So you end up like, the point that you want to make mm. does become a little bit mm. punchy mm. and a bit, and there's, you know, there's that, I'm going to call it playful side of me as well that thinks, right, let's have a good old yeah. debate about this on Twitter, right? Yeah. But but I like being able to have the space where we get to uh, explore it and I get it, I get it off my chest because it does, you, you get very, like I've felt very pent up about it, and I've just been thinking, just get to Tuesday, record the podcast, mm. and you can. And even then, when I came on, I thought, do I really want to go there with this? What are I think it, think of me? I think it's important because if you don't, if you don't um, have a place to be able to talk about stuff that has high energy yeah within you it just bounces around inside of you and and it almost yeah. builds more energy because there's no way to express it whereas you know so so our our opportunities to either do it here or when we're chatting privately or to you know to to other people or twitter uh point and arrow um but it is important <laughs> because otherwise it just builds more and more internally and then it just become it you get angrier and more frustrated and actually yeah. that's why and do you really know what important. happens when you get angry and more frustrated like that and you keep it in that's when you do stuff like, um, and I can be guilty of this. I, I'm going in that shop and I'm not wearing my mask, yeah. right? Because I've got all of this yeah. and I can't talk about it. Yeah. And I go, what, "Fuck a lot of you. This is what I'm going to do." This, you know, and, and I, then you become uh, like pedantic and yeah. you you get involved in that and and you know what I mean. And yeah. then you, you you know, in a way, you do leave yourself open for being cancelled in that way because you because then you just become petulant. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And like. That's what I do. The whole, I the, whole the whole of Wooten Bassett is on their WhatsApp group saying, "Jesus, that Josh. We always <laughs> we always knew he's a wanker, but now he doesn't. Royal, now he does It's Royal Wooten Bassett. Oh, mate. sorry, Royal Wooten Bassett. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah, but like now he's not wearing his mask. <laughs> Give him a wide berth. <laughs> um, um, but I do. Uh, I do. I do think it's important. I, you know, so it's it's always been like a personal. It's like a, it's like a feeling that I get that if something's not right between me and someone else, I can't leave it. A lot of people yeah. can like just leave it. I can't. Like I, I'll be like, no. all right, we got to sort this out. And it's often it's probably unfair on the other person because I sort of pull them into this energy space, but it gets us through it really much quicker. Yeah. Um, and I think that's always like always been my philosophy is just kind of because that energy's better out right because yeah. when it's bouncing around internally that's when you become erratic and you yeah. do the things that you don't want to do and you say things that you and you feed your inner voices you feed your inner critic you feed your kind of exactly you, yeah, all that and then i stuff. become that that polarized part of myself yeah. where do you know what i mean and i think that happens for everyone has we could talk more but let's get to the reasons to be cheerful because uh not only am i talking a conference for public health england uh today that probably nice that they won't get an opportunity to listen to this before i do yeah i feel like i need to change my top before i do so now as well after the beginning of it what <laughs> what <laughs> which will mean ironing a shirt has your reasons to be cheerful 
my reasons to be cheerful are I'm having a day off today, Josh. This is my only kind of formal thing to do. Not that it's very formal. It's very been anything but if we, you know, if we go by the last hour. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to take time out with the fam. Not going to do any work. Laptop off. Um, just free, free time to do whatever I like. Nice. Oh, mate. Brilliant. Brilliant. Topped off by beating Germany uh, later yeah. on today. Yeah. And we'll talk about Brilliant. it in the next podcast. What about you? Uh, I want to talk about launching my... I'm doing my first ever group breathwork session uh, next week. Launched it a couple of weeks ago. Got plenty of people signed up already. Uh, really excited about it. I've done it... Uh, you know, I've been doing it one-on-one with lots of different people. And everyone I've done it with has had massive experiences. Uh, you know, some of our friends have had big experiences with it. Uh, so... Yes, very excited by that. Very excited by uh, getting the opportunity to do it to a bigger crowd. And uh, yeah, breath work for emotional release coming next week. I love that. I love that. Um, I was supposed to have mine yesterday, but things went a bit messed up. So we're going we're gonna to do my, my breath work COVID session. ruined that as well. Yeah, COVID. It did ruin <laughs> it, actually. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, for it no did. particular reason, but yeah. we won't talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. listen, Josh, we shouldn't talk about that stuff, right? We should just follow the rules, okay? Really COVID, <laughs> you just got to do what you're told. <laughs> um, speaking of doing what, you, uh, what you're told, definitely change that shirt before you go on and speak to Public Health England. Actually, it does Thanks. look like a 1950s England uh, football jersey thinking about it yeah yeah I'll change it Hass thanks mate yeah do your top button up cheers then <laughs> bye <laughs>